Arizona, Arizona Sports, the local sports, local leader. sports leader, Burns and Gambo, the 4 o'clock reset, yeah. brought to you by Collins Comfort AC and Plumbing, proud home services partner of the Arizona Cardinals, 4 o'clock reset. As always, put together by Mitch Vereldis and Eric Ruby, this is the 4 o'clock reset here on the Burns and Gambo Show, halfway home on this Thursday afternoon. Here's what's going on. Suns are back on the practice floor today, getting ready for game one against the LA Clippers Sunday at 5 o'clock. And today we heard from Devin Booker and Monty Williams. Let's give you a little bit of that sound here on Burns and Gambo. Starting with Devin Booker. This is a rematch, of course, of the Western Conference Finals from 2021. He was asked, what's the first thing that comes to mind when he thinks about the last time they played the Clippers in the playoffs? Broken nose. <laughs> it's a fun one, man. That's, you know, that's a product of the details matter. You know, it just shows you that you know you never know what to expect in the playoffs. and They play really good basketball under them ended up switching a lot of things, one through five. And it's going to be fun matching up against them again. Pad Bab yeah, broke that nose wide open, right? Cut that nose wide open. Elbowed him down on the ground. I remember it. Book wearing the orange Suns jersey down on the ground, holding his nose. Uh, yeah, I took that elbow. Playing yep. with the mask. And then, you know, was he going to ditch the mask because the mask might have been bothering him, et cetera, et cetera. And he got hit again in that series. I think Paul George hit him at that elbow in the series, too. Yeah, no doubt about his it. His nose was taking a beating. He spoke about Kawhi Leonard today as well. I mean, we all know what he's capable of. You know, as a, as a finals MVP, a, a two-time champ. Um, and, you know, he, he's seasoned. He's been there before. You know, we know this is the time of year that he plays. And, you know, I have a lot of respect for him. So, Excited for the opportunity to match up against him. And that's Kawhi? That's he's that's both yeah. talking about Kawhi. Yeah, th- listen, you you've heard Kevin Durant say it too. Like you wanna go up against great players. You wanna challenge great players and see who the best man wins. So yeah, they're taking this as an opportunity to go up against one of the greatest in the game right one now. One more from Book. You mentioned this earlier in the show. He called Al McCoy his quote guy for life, close quote, as he enters his final postseason calling Suns games. That would be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. Let's do it. I'm on the same page as you. Win one for Al, baby. Win it for Al. No, I'll be I'd be great for him. I'd be listen, be great for a lot of people. He's one of many people to be great for. It'll be great for you. Be great for Vince Murata. I want it for Vinny. Yeah. I mean, he's a long-suffering Suns fan. Like, you hear it in his voice how much he suffers. Yeah, well, those of us who've been around from day one, we've we want this really. There are a lot of people in this town who want this really, really, really bad, and I'm going to be really nervous about it for the day. I know Vinny's the same way. Going to be really worked up about it for the next couple of months. Marty Williams spoke. No update on the statuses of Bismack Biombo and campaign going into this. Series. We had James Jones on yesterday. He said basically, you know, they're progressing. I imagine they'll both be ready, but he said they're progressing. He didn't say anything negative. No setbacks. And then jumping behind enemy lines, we're going to flesh this out a little bit later in the show. Clippers guard. Terrence Mann and his media availability didn't seem overly thrilled about the matchup. I mean, they have Kevin Durant, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Durant, it's not fair. How'd you get that guy on your team? Remember, like, dodgeball or yeah. kickball? So how do you end up on your team? That's not fair. Let's choose sides again. They have Kevin Durant, yeah. so, you know, yeah. there's that. We'll get more into that a little bit later. Also from the Suns in the Arizona Capitol, a proclamation was signed. It makes April 16th this year. And for all years to come, Suns Day. April 16th will always be Suns Day. It's the day of Game 1, right? Or game no, Saturday. Yeah. That's what our politicians do. 
<laughs> Can you do it like when they win the championship? That would be nice. That How would stupid be nice. is that? Recapping another night of play in action in the NBA. Uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander and OKC. Really wow. good game last night. Wow. Really good game. It made up for that Lakers debacle a couple of nights ago. Yeah. Took down Brandon Ingram and the Pelicans to advance to play the Timberwolves for the eighth seed and the right to take on the Nuggets. A little baseline jumper by SGA with about 28 seconds to go was ultimately the go-ahead basket. That was a really fun game to he watch is, last night. He is so good. And, you know, I, I thought the Pels were going to win that game. You know, I mean, I, I thought Zion might have came out like Willis Reed, but obviously, you know, he's physically ready but not mentally ready to play, <laughs> of course. But, yeah, I mean, it was uh, the, the Pelicans were down. They erased the nine-point fourth-quarter deficit. And then, but Shea Gilgis-Alexander, big shot with, what, 28 seconds left. He had a great game. 25 of his points came in the second half. Josh Giddy was really good, too, in that Josh game. Giddey Josh Giddy is tremendous. such a good player. He is fun to watch. That yeah. team is fun and they're young. to watch. Go look at the age on that team. They're babies. The Bulls led by Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan. No, 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 no. They were not led by either one of those guys. Oh, well, I was going to mention DeMar DeRozan's daughter. Yes, who they were led by her. Bloody murder every time they're wrapped yes. shooting free throws. <laughs> what have they missed? Like, what, 18 last night? They missed so many free throws. And I think half of their free throws that they missed, it's all because DeMar DeRozan's daughter. I mean, you have to think that this is part of it, that, that she was there. DeRozan said, I said, you can miss one day of school and come to a game. I'm glad I did. She was the free throw distraction. She was better than the curtain of distraction. Been, 18 out of 36. Yeah, that's just what I was going to say. 18 out of 36. You could hear her screaming on every single one. I know. I might hire her anytime I need somebody to scream at somebody. <laughs> it might be pretty good. Bulls will play the Heat for the chance to take on the Bucks now that they won. Last night, according to Sham Sharania, Warriors forward Andrew Wiggins cleared to play game one against the Kings. Golden State thinks they might play Wiggins 20 to 25 minutes. Yeah, I think that that's, you know, it, that's a good amount of minutes for him. It's probably going to take some time to get the rust off. He missed 23, 24 games, 25 games, something like that. I can't imagine he's going to come back and be right. But he has practiced for a while now. It's not like he's coming off of an injury. So it's not like he's got to worry about a knee or a shoulder or anything like that. He just had personal reasons that he left the team. Mel Kuyper Jr. was on this morning with um, our morning show, the Bickley Marauder Show. He says, or I'm sorry, Wolf and Luke, thank you, my bad, likes Bryce Young out of most of the quarterbacks and says you can write it down in pen. It looks like he's going number one. It looks like you can write that in pen now that Bryce Young is going number one to Carolina. Mel Kuyper also said that even... Oh, go ahead. Comment on that. I thought it was going to be C.J. Stroud. Yeah. The, Could the, that be why the Texans move? Because they loved Bryce Young? Maybe. If the Texans moved out of two? Maybe. Oof. Maybe. Because that has been the that has been the rumor for the last couple of days that Bryce Young is going number one to Carolina. But there's been a change. He also said Said that even if Will Anderson Jr. is there, he would still trade back if he's the Cardinals. I think he'll be a 10-sack-a-year guy, which will be great. But he's not the 18, 15-to-18-sack-a-year guy. So that's where I think Will Anderson Jr., that's why I had him trading down and getting Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech. At 11, a kid with that kind of athletic prowess and physical ability, if you coach him up, he would make sense at that point. I don't buy it. That guy was, Will Anderson was number one in quarterback. It's not just about the sacks. It's about the pressures. It's about the hurries. Everybody focuses on sacks, sacks, sacks. 
Can he get pressure on the quarterback, make him get rid of the ball? He can. He was number one in college football at pressuring the quarterback in his time in college. The Josh Harris group, and that includes former NBA star Magic Johnson, has reached a preliminary agreement to buy the commanders from Daniel Snyder for $6.05 billion. What, do you, what, what, do you, what even is that number? What, what is six billion? Like how? Like how do you do? How do you write a check for six billion dollars? A lot of zeros. A lot of. Zeros. How do you like? Honestly, like how do you do that? I I don't, Gambo. I literally don't know. I will never. I don't know. even think it's possible. I think. What it's, if they just used Venmo instead of checks? <laughs> Can you Venmo for somebody six billion dollars? Is that possible? I mean, I know people are rich, but come on. Yeah. Come on. Six billion dollars, Rich. We're going to transfer six billion dollars. What do you do when you get the six billion dollars? You go buy an island. You go to the bank and. Go buy- <laughs> I have this check here that I'd like to can deposit. You deposit this. Account. Can I get it in small bills, please? <laughs> Sorry. Sir, can you please sign the back of the check? Oh, yeah, okay, I'll sign the okay, back of the check. Do you have right two right forms there. of ID? Dan Snyder paid $800 million to purchase the Washington football team back in May of 1999. $6 billion. Yes. Clayton Keller's last chance to tie or take sole possession of the Coyotes' single-season points record is tonight. He's one point shy of Keith Kachuk's 86 points from 96-97. Puck drops for the Coyotes. Canucks at Mullet tonight, 7 o'clock on Arizona Sports 98.7 and the Arizona His Sports His former app. coach, Rick Tockett. Trying to prevent him from getting it. Yeah, and as we mentioned uh, a little bit right ago, ago, don't let him get that record. The Keep Rays tied the modern MLB record by reaching 13 and 0 to start the season. They won yet again today. It's Gamble. incredible. The last time a team, the last time a team won more games than that to start a season, you got to go back to 1884, the St. Louis Maroons. It's incredible that they're 13 and 0, 13, 13 and 0 with a chance. The modern post 1900, nobody has won more than 13 games. To start a season. And then I just saw this one. I didn't realize this had come down. Maybe you knew about this. I didn't. U of A forward Azulis Tabellis reportedly expected to enter the NBA draft. Yeah, it was in my uh, show sheet to you. Oh, my show sheet was in I there. I read it. It was in there? It was in there. Oh. You forgot to was turn the U of A filter off, I guess. <laughs> Did you see it in the I show sheet? So. Did you see it in the I show sheet, so. Mitch? Well, I think my U of A filter Eric, was on, too. It? I don't know. You guys had your U of A filter. Yeah, Tabellis, that's a big blow. It's a big blow with him and Balo coming back and Pele. They would have had a team that could have won it all. That's a big, big loss for U of A. When we come back on the Burns and Gambo show, right after I read Gambo's email front to back, all 23 pages of it, Sounds like the Clippers are ready for the Phoenix Suns. I mean, they have Kevin Durant, so... Yeah. <laughs> Optimism it's is not high. Fair. Optimism is high in Life Los Angeles. Life is not fair. That's next on the Burns and Gambo Show. Burns and Gambo. Afternoons. Arizona Sports. The local sports leader. Suns run to the playoffs coverage. Brought to you by Canvas Annuity. Score up to 6.25% on your retirement savings. Back here on the Burns and Gambo Show, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader, as we are still a couple days away from the Suns making their playoff opener against the L.A. Clippers coming up on Sunday, 5 o'clock. Terrence Mann, during his media availability, the uh, backup guard for the yeah. L.A. Clippers. <laughs> we keep playing it, but uh, this is the longer version of it, so maybe there's a little more detail in this one. But he was asked about this matchup, and he's like, dude, they've got Kevin Durant over there. I mean, they have Kevin Durant, so... Yeah. <laughs> That's just... 
really it. I mean, they have Kevin Durant, so it's not any just any trio. I mean, you got one of the best scorers of all time out there um, that you got to worry about now. So it's going to be a completely different game plan from when we played them in the past. I think it's almost a completely different team because he's out there. I swear to God, I get so excited <laughs> when I hear him say this. It's not, like, it's not even fair. Like, how do you... How did you end up with that guy on your team? It's like the commercial. I'll take Barkley. Really? (laughs) What is that? Capital One? Yeah. Right? Like, it's I'll take Barkley. It's as obvious as this. Yeah, you're you're the other little kid. You're like, come on, man. That's not fair. Look, this is, okay, June 30th. That was the day when Kevin Durant asked out, and apparently the the destination was the Suns, right? Uh This is what we've been dreaming about every single day since that day. Here it is. Let's go. Kevin Durant is on your roster going into the postseason. And it's exactly that kind of reaction, which is why you're excited about it if you're a Suns fan. Because the opposition looks at... Now, not everyone is going to be as honest as Terrence Mann. Not everyone's going to be as awestruck or like, oh my God, they've got Kevin Durant. But that's the core of this, right? That's at the, at the heart of this. That's the truth of why you wanted Kevin Durant so bad starting back on June 30th if you, if you were a Suns fan. That you gave up all of your draft picks going forward, most of your draft picks going forward, Cam Johnson and, and Mikael Bridges to get him. For this. I mean, they have Kevin Durant, so... Yeah. <laughs> That's why you did, did it! Do you hear the first guy laughing? The very first guy. Play that again. I'm going to... The first guy. Give me a minute here. Laughing. I know. I, I, I mean, they have Kevin Durant, so... That's funny. That's freaking so, funny. So Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they do. Yep, they do, and you don't. Yes, this is okay. And and so all of the full first round draft picks, a pick swap: Cam Johnson, Mikael Bridges, Jay Crowder. All the three good players. Yeah, four first round picks and a pick swap. All the pain and suffering you went through to get Mm -hmm. to this moment. Yeah, all of it. The 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 rough start. Well, not it was a good start, but then all the injuries piling up. Then the trade, losing really good players and honestly really good guys in Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson, players you liked, Jay. Okay, maybe not as much. But Mikhail Jay was, was a good player for he the was Suns a really for two good years. Player. He just wasn't popular with how it went down, but he was. You're right. He was a really good player. All the draft picks that you gave up, that awful night when you were at home against Oklahoma City, you thought he was going to make his debut, and he twisted his ankle 30 minutes before the start of the game. All of that crap you had to wade through to get to this moment. This is why you did it all. This is why back on June 30th when it was reported that Kevin Durant wanted out and he wanted to go to the Phoenix Suns, you're like, oh, please make that happen. Make this happen. Make would this you a have reality. Been, would you have been as confident in the Suns had they not made the trade and they were going into the playoffs right now with Mikhail Cam and traded, got somebody for Jay. They traded Jay and they got somebody. They got Grayson Allen. They got, they got, not Kandor, they got somebody. Second round. I would have predicted an ouster in the second round. You would have. Yes, I would have. Even with the West as wide open as it Even is. Even with the West as what? Sorry, guys. Sorry, sons. You don't make this deal, and you just trade Jay Crowder for a part on the bench. I got the Suns going out in the second round. Yeah. I re- do you agree? Disagree? It's a good question. It's a really good question. I mean... I, I do think the West is a lot more wide open. I think that they would have been better than Denver, Memphis, Sacramento. I still would have worried about Golden State. I mean, the Clippers don't have Paul George right now. I don't know. I mean, I might have, th- I might have, I might have thought that they could have gotten out of the West. Maybe, really, maybe. But we'd be having the same conversation. Can Mikhail be the second leading scorer? Can right, Andre pressure be- on Chris to step up and right to be a yeah. lot of pressure on Chris now. Look, you're better. You're better situated now. I mean, I get that. Yeah, 
look, I was pro- I was one of the few people. I was like, oh, that's too rich for my blood. It's too much. Well, too much. Uh, now, you know, if you get the championship, doesn't matter what you gave up. Doesn't oh, matter. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Who cares? It, it really doesn't. You, you get have every single one, one championship for the next one hundred years. I don't care if you get the championship. Right. I felt the same way about the Diamondbacks when they won it in one. I don't. I, I don't care all but the. They fun. had to suffer for twenty years, paying twenty five million dollars a year to players who weren't on a team. Yeah, you know what? I still got a World Series championship. You got a championship. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's every it's time you walk in got. that building, there's a banner being is a banner up. Yep. I still have wonderful memories of that time and of that moment, and it was all it was all worth it. I, you know, I, I understand people in the organization might not feel the same way given with the pain and suffering you had to go through in the aftermath but it was it was absolutely now I'm not naive enough to know that this thing is fragile I get it it's super top heavy it's really dependent on these guys staying healthy and being out on the floor but that that's this to me is why what we had the poll question Eric was it a couple days ago who has the most pressure on them going into the postseason yeah this answer from Terrence Mann is why I answered Kevin Durant because it really is all about him. He's the wild he's not the wild card. He's he's what you didn't have the last two years. You've got truly one of the most spectacular offensive players in the history one of the, of the NBA and, and on not, side. And one of the most efficient offensive. I continue to be baffled every time I look at the numbers of how efficient he is. Like we always know he's a great player, but how many you know, how many times have you know, I mean, listen, we've we've watched Kevin Durant play his whole career. But man, when you just see like he's so efficient, eleven for fifteen, you know, nine for twelve, ten for fourteen, he's one of the most efficient players I've ever seen in my lifetime. Maybe in the history of the NBA. It's obscene. It's obscene. how 33 points on 16 shots. Like, he just doesn't need that many touches. To now, his usage, we talked about this yesterday. His usage rate has been lower since he got to Phoenix. His isolations have been lower. That will all change. There's a reason for that. You know, in Brooklyn, he was comfortable. He was healthy. So his usage rate was higher. The isolations were higher. Here, he's tried to fit in, especially with, you know, a short amount of time. And it's still Booker. Booker's team and Booker getting the majority of the plays called for him, but that usage rate in isolation for Kevin Durant will go up quite a bit come playoff Has time. To. And Devin Booker today at Suns practice, I still can't believe Kevin Durant is on my side. Yeah, I mean, he just never somehow would have expected it. You know, couldn't have even dreamed it, but, you know, it's here now and you know, I think that adds a little bit of pressure to everybody knowing that you have somebody that's been there and, and finished it, and you know that's the expectation. And I promise you, I promise you, and I promise everybody listening right now, uh-huh. if this doesn't work out the way we all want, the way I want, and the Suns don't win a championship, no it, second guess, it, it, none, never, <clears throat> never, I will never second guess this. Guess this. That is my solemn promise to you, John Gambadoro. I will never second guess the Suns' decision to do this. It was always the right thing to do. Always. In every universe and metaverse, it it was always the right thing to do. Totally get it. Again, I was... I leaned at like, man, that's way too rich for my blood because we, we, we talked about window one and window two and window two is, you know, it's a, it, that window is closing, but window one is wide open right now. We've got the Burns and Gambo show podcast. You can subscribe on your iPhone and your Android like you would for any of your favorite podcasts. You'll never miss our show. You can listen to us whenever, wherever, however you want. The Burns and Gambo show is brought to you by Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty. Go to carolhasthebuyers.com. That's carolhasthebuyers.com and start packing. They have a first-teamer from last season. They have a generational talent 
this year, and none of them apparently are top 15 players for this season. We'll talk about that next on the Burns and Gambo Show. Burns and Gambo. Afternoons. Arizona Sports. The local sports leader. Suns run to the playoffs coverage. Brought to you by Canvas Annuity. Score up to 6.25% on your retirement savings. All right, back here on Burns and Gambo, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Don't want to spend too much time on this because I, I think in some ways it's kind of stating the obvious, but we're starting to get some of the early returns in when it comes in to, when it comes to, I should say, the all NBA race. And, yeah. and there was a poll question that Eric had put together about this like two weeks ago, like asking our prediction. Would it be none? Would it be Kevin Durant? Would it be Devin Booker? And, and I think we both said Devin Booker, but we weren't really married to that. We just, we just really weren't weren't sure. So two different stories today. One on Hoops Hype, one from Zach Lowe at ESPN.com. Kind of taking a stab at who's going to be on the All-NBA teams. Hoops Hype actually did a poll of some of the voters, where Zach Lowe just gave out his votes. On both of those, Hoops Hype and Zach Lowe, no sons on the first team, no sons on the second team, no sons on the third team. And in Zach Lowe's, look, he said there is a minutes threshold here. This is part of the equation, right? Right. Kevin Durant was a first-team level player. A first-team level player. He was in 47 games. Not enough. Just not enough. Not enough. And with Devin Booker, he said, look, Devin Booker played five fewer games than Damian Lillard and only three fewer than Curry. And when he played, it was at an all-NBA level because it was just kind of hard to put Curry, Lillard, and Booker on the teams. And you kind of had to pick one to leave out. So we picked the guy who played in fewer games than the others did. And at some point, that does matter in all of this. Did the Suns have any? The Suns had no All-Stars this year, right? Suns had not a one. Because I was looking at something. There's only been two teams in the history of the league that have won championships without having any All-Stars. Wow. So the 50 Minneapolis, Minneapolis Lakers and the 99 Spurs, no All-Stars. Did the 99... Okay, that would have still been... The 99 Pete Spurs. David Robinson. There was no All-Star game because of the lockout. Oh, oh. There was no All-Star oh, game because okay. of the lockout. Okay. That makes so a difference. So they won it without it. So it's very rare to win an NBA champion. What I was trying to... What I was looking up was, has there ever been... Okay, All-Star is one thing. Has there ever been a team that's won a championship with no first, second, or third team All-NBA players? Yeah, you know, that's got to be really hard, too. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's got to be tough. I, I mean, I'll go to Zach Lowe's, his first team. And he said the first team was actually pretty easy because it's just all the guys that he voted for for MVP. Shea Gilgis, uh, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, Giannis, and Joel Embiid. Second team was Steph and Drew Holiday with Jimmy Butler, Luka, and Jokic. Third team was Lillard, Fox, LeBron, Jalen Brown, and DeMontis Sabonis. Now, two things. I mean, number one, okay. there is like a minute's limit on this. Like, if you, if you just don't play a certain number of games, it's hard to consider you all NBA. I, I totally get that. Right. And number two, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm past the point of getting all that worked up if my guys aren't all on all NBA teams. No, but okay, take a look at his first team. You've got the three top teams in the, the four top teams in the East covered. Boston's represented, Milwaukee's represented, Cleveland and the Sixers. Okay. Go to the West, the teams that are most likely favored to win it in the West. Golden State's covered. The Denver Nuggets, the number one seed, are covered. The Kings are covered. The Lakers are covered. So the only so if Memphis won it, 
This is on. This is based if he's right. This mm-hmm. is based on Zach Lowe being right. Memphis is not represented. Phoenix is not represented. Golden State's represented. The Nuggets are represented. Sacramento's represented. The Lakers are represented. No Memphis. No Phoenix. Everybody else is covered. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like it's you. Like it would probably be really hard to win a chance. Like. It probably hasn't ha- it hasn't happened if it has very little where a team has won a championship without having all NBA players. One other quick thing on this, and then I want to move on to Zion yeah. Williamson because there's some really strong comments by Stephen A. that I know you're going to love. Um, oh, let's get to him. Oh, yeah. Hold on, just real quick. Yeah, I just want to mention this. On Hoops Hype, um, their all-defensive team projection. No love for Mikel. This is ridiculous. Didn't make first team or second team. This is this is, in this their is projection. a Travis Shamakery. <laughs> but but Travis Shamakery. He did finish fourth in their initial poll results on the most improved player list. And I can see Mikel getting some love on a most improved player list for the way he played after the trade. I can totally see that. Yeah, listen, some people give the Nets a snowball's chance against Philly. I can't wait to watch that series. I think Philly's going to steamroll him, but I can't wait to see what Mikel does. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Can't wait to see it. We're rooting for him. Zion Williamson uh, didn't play, obviously, in last night's loss by the Pelicans. They're out. Their season is done. Stephen A. Smith, and this is going to sound very familiar to loyal listeners of the Burns and Gimbo show. If I'm Zion Williamson, or, or all of us talking about Zion Williamson, this is what we should say to him. My brother, a legitimate argument could be made. That you just cost the New Orleans Pelicans a trip to the finals. I didn't say playoffs. I said finals. Because looking at the wild, wild west, if Zion Williamson is in the lineup, right, and he can perform anything close to what we're accustomed to seeing, 27-7 and on 60% shooting from the field with the rest of the, uh, uh, the crew that they've got in New Orleans, considering how haphazard the Western Conference has been this year, New Orleans could have potentially made it to the finals at the very least the Western Conference finals. Before you jump in, okay, here's the part. It's going to sound familiar if you're a Burns and Gambo show listener and you were listening to our show yesterday. His absence in that lineup cost them big time. I only bring that up to say this man gave a quote, and this is why I don't blame, even though I'm not totally with Kendrick Brooks on trading him just yet. This is why I can't knock KP for what he just said. Zion Williamson, Wendy, gave a quote, and the quote was, physically, I'm ready. I'm just not I, I, I'm just I'm just not ready to play until I'm Zion. What the hell does that mean? If you are physically ready, you should be out on the court. Period. There should be, there should be no excuses. <laughs> I would say plagiarism because I said it first, but I'm sure a lot of people are saying that. I'm sure they are. I'm too. sure that a lot of people are saying that that's that's ridiculous. I mean, it is. It's ridiculous. I'm physically ready to play. Why the hell aren't you out there? Like, I don't understand that. Are you physically what ready to play? What the hell play? does that mean? What the <laughs> hell does that mean? Yeah, I mean, we are really soft as a society, man. We're just getting softer. I'm really worried. We're very soft as a society. Well, I'm not ready to play mentally. What, get, what are you talking about? How much money are you making? Yeah. How many millions of dollars are they playing oh, Zion Williams in a play? <laughs> this guy's getting thirty million dollars a year, and he, I, I, I'm going to look up his salary, and I'm not ready to play. What? I, I, I didn't see it. Maybe, maybe you guys did. Did pregame Zion unleash like a windmill 360 dunk or something during pregame? It worlds? was a windmill, but you could tell like he ain't getting up like he used to get oh, up. Oh come on! That windmill needed a little extra oil for that if, full if, rotation. If, if, it's it's look I. 
I'm with Gambo on this one. This is a joke. Like you're, this is what causes people to question your commitment to this. Like your team, it's a game. You're, it's basically a game seven last night. The loser's done. Your season's over. Put on a uniform. Get I, out there and try to help your you team. Do. And after the first quarter, if you if you're terrible, then right. come out. And that's exactly it. If you go out there and play, and everybody can see that you just don't have it. You mentally, whatever. You're just not. You're not fully engaged with it because physically. You don't trust your body. Then get out of the game. But if you're if you're out there in pregame warmups and you're doing dunks and what, at least try, at least try, see what you can do. And if you can't, then we can make a decision off of that. But to just make the decision before the game in, in a game seven situation, how do you have any in respect? A loser go home situation. You have CJ McCollum, Brandon Ingram. How do you have any respect for that guy? It's tough. You're playing your ass off, and this guy's sitting on the sidelines, but he's ready to play. He's able to play, but he doesn't want to play because he's not Zion yet. That's a, such a crock. It's uh, it's uh, I find him a lot of negative attention. A lot Oof. of negative attention. Phoenix Suns back in the playoffs. We're giving you the chance to score. What is the hottest ticket in town? That's Suns playoff tickets. Text the word ticket to six twenty six twenty. Register and then listen for your name today. Look at that in the five o'clock hour. We're coming up to the five o'clock hour for your chance to qualify for game one tickets to see the Suns take on the Clippers. Again, text the word ticket to 620-620. The Coyotes could make history tonight, and they close a very memorable season. We'll chat with the team's GM about it next. Bill Armstrong coming up on Arizona Sports. Burns and Gambo. Afternoons on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. All right, back here on Burns and Gambo. Let's uh, take care of business real quick, and then we'll talk to Bill Armstrong, the Coyotes GM. Let's get an update on our Twitter poll question of the day here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Burns and Gambo need to know Twitter poll update presented by Sanderson Ford. All right, Rubes, what you got for us real quick? This is a tease ahead to a future segment, but both Kawhi Leonard and Kevin Durant have accumulated relatively equal accolades in their career. Which one of their statuses would take a greater jump should they win it all with their teams that they're currently on this year? Kawhi by a nose. Me too. That's where I went. I went Kawhi. The fans are completely opposite. 75.1% going Durant, 25% say Leonard, but many saying that nationally it would be Leonard. Yeah, that is a good tease ahead to something we're going to talk about in the 5 o'clock hour. In the meantime, let's talk about that Coyote season finale tonight. Arizona Arizona Sports. Burns and Gambo talk with the decision maker from the Coyotes front office. Brought to you by Midwestern University Clinics in Glendale. Faculty and graduate student-led comprehensive health care. Visit MWUClinics.com to schedule an appointment. Tonight, the Coyotes are home at Mullet Arena for the final time this season. For the final game this season, they're hosting the Vancouver Canucks at 7 o'clock. And joining us right now, Bill Armstrong, the general manager of the Coyotes here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Bill, it's been a while. How you doing? Uh, gentlemen, good to hear you from you guys. I thought you forgot about me. You know, I've been sitting by my phone for like two weeks waiting for you to call. Oh, man, <laughs> Bill. sweet. That's so kind. Anytime, Bill. Any, just come in studio. We had Ish Wainwright of the Suns just walked in the other day, just came in studio to our surprise, hopped on. So anytime you want to come in, you're welcome, my you know friend. What? I love that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to take you up on that. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, when you least expect it, you know, I'm going to be there in the heat of the summer. I'm going to just stop by. Yeah. Well, you're going to be here in the summer? Oh, yeah. I know there's only two people that live here in the summer. It's uh, 
Um, it, it's, it's the hot, I, I've never like I, I can't explain it to you, but we do contracts all summer here. So right. yeah, we're we're right in the fight. It's uh, I'm getting used to it slowly. Do you oh. get used to it? No, um, I. I Bernsey's lived here his whole life. I hate it. I I, I, I despise it. I just ninety five in April, and I Bernsey tries to talk me into it. Like it's cooler at night. It's cooler. In, so I try to follow along, so I don't so I don't get beat up by the heat. Bill, like anything else, it's all about your attitude, right? I try to have a good positive <laughs> attitude about it. So, so it, it is about your attitude. You just got to have a good attitude about right. it. Yeah. Just believe it. Night, if it. As long as it's cool in the night and the mornings is what Bernsey tells me. All right, let's talk hockey. I was, uh, I was, I was very happy that the Islanders got that, that final playoff spot, but I've got to get, I've got to talk to you about, I got to talk to you about again, the, the deal that you made with Ottawa. The gamble that yeah. you made, it paid off. Mm. I mean, you're you're a freaking mm. rocket scientist. I'm telling you. Um, at that time, you know they, they go, they get chikrin, and they're thinking playoffs. You're thinking, yep. mm, I could have, a, I could have the sixth pick in the draft if this per, if this turns out right. And, and you're yep. right. The Ottawa Senators did not make the playoffs. You have a really good chance yep. of of having that pick plus your own. I just want to go back and revisit it because your calculations yep. were correct, my friend. That was a very wise gamble by you yeah it's, it's you know i mean i it's an interesting one it is a gamble but in, in the same sense it's you know we just felt with where they were at you know they might have a harder chance to make the playoffs so right now it looks uh, pretty good like we're really excited about you know get two top you know i top tier picks in the first round we get a chance to make hay and i i remember with the blues you know, we ended up drafting, you know, uh, Gene Swartz and Vladimir Tarasenko. It was a game changer for us as an organization to draft those two guys that for the next, I think it was almost over 10 years they played for us. They, they, they changed our whole franchise. So we have a chance to do something similar here. Now we've added some really good players already into the mix, and we can take another step with this draft. It's a very important draft for us. But with those two top first round picks, it's it, it's it'll be uh, it'll it'll be a fun day for us at the draft. That's for sure. Now remind our audience with that trade with Ottawa, there are no restrictions on the pick, right? You get it no matter where it falls, or are there no, some no. sort of no restrictions? Top oh, five, top uh, five, they are protected. Okay, top yeah, five, they're yeah. protected. So I'm looking at the odds right now, and this is on Tankathon.com. Um, it's well. Trust me, I, I'm very familiar with this website, Bill. I, I frequent it quite a bit. Eighty-five point seven percent. It's number twelve. Nine percent. It's number thirteen. And there's a point two percent chance it's number fourteen. There is. A, there's a small chance it's number two. There's a small chance yep. it's number three. What about number six? But yeah. there are no odds for number six. Okay, no odds it's, for six. It's, it's either second, third, twelfth, thirteenth, or fourteenth. Right. Yeah, yeah, correct. And there's only two teams out of the 16 non-playoff teams that that, that win the lottery, you know? So, um, I mean, there's small odds. I guess there are still odds that that they they, they could grab that pick and move into the top five with that. But but the odds don't say that. And uh, I I like our odds in that case. We're going to get two really good picks, so. All right, let's talk about the deal that the NHL has uh, struck where you and the Kings will face off the first ever NHL games in Melbourne, Australia. That is pretty awesome. (laughs) Bringing the sport down under. Just give me your thoughts on that and the ability to take hockey over there. 
Oh my God, we're, we're so excited as an organization. We're going to jump right out of rookie camp and jump on a plane and, and head over there. So um, I think our coaches will be excited. We have a pretty close group just to be able to go over and travel and experience that, you know, as a team that early in the season, I, 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 I'm, I'm really believe that it's going to further us. We're going to become closer, a uh, knit team, and, and fight harder for each other. And I, I just like the experience as a team to go over there. We play the Kings. Um, we're going to be a better team next year. Um, it's going to be, you know, we're going to take a little bit of a step next year. So it's going to be an exciting trip for us. I, I believe it's going to help bond us. And I think on the way home, it's a long way home. Let's be honest. And, the, you know, it, it messes you up when you come back. Yes. We have enough days before the season starts. Um, to kind of heal up and and get at it, so it, it's going to be a great experience for our group. And uh, I know our players and management and uh, and uh, coaches and everybody were just in ownership. We're really excited, and, and you know, thanks thanks to the NHL for inviting us to make a part of that. That was uh, uh, Bill Daly and uh, and Gary Bettman were outstanding on that. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that. That is a brutal trip. I mean, you've got to plan this out really yeah. well and make sure your your players the the time adjustment, the travel, how it beats. Yeah. It can beat you down. Um, so that's going to be something I'm sure you got to keep an eye on once you guys get back, making sure the players can get acclimated again to the States. Yeah, we've actually hired somebody to to, to kind of uh, guide us on that because of the length of the trip over there on, and on the way back. So um, they'll they'll come in and instruct our players how to kind of get by that uh, that, that that layover or hangover from from the jet lag and and be able to perform not only when they're over there but on, on the way back. So we're hoping we can duck that a little bit. But uh, there's enough days in between when we land and we start the season that we we should be able to heal up. Leave us with this very generic question about kind of the the season in your eyes because there certainly were pockets of it where it was good, surprisingly good with how you guys played. Now that you're about to wrap it up tonight, how would you put a bow on the 2022-23 season from your perspective, Bill? Oh, it, it, you know, it, it was a good season for us. I mean, you got to be excited if you're a Coyotes fan. You go there and you see Clayton Keller and Smoltz and the, you know, Michelli or the Gunthers and the Mosers and, you know, even, even you know, Valimaki, we picked up off waivers and the Ingrams and Vegemalcos. There's, there's some pieces there for us that we're going to be able to take a small step next year, you know, whether we add in the Coolies of the world and who, who knows whoever we draft, depending on how high we draft, maybe that player plays for us. But, We've got a tremendous amount of picks in the bank. Um, we were able to get eight more at the deadline. We are in really good shape from our drafts uh, to our young prospects. We've got Logan Cooley coming in. It was the number one rated prospect by three magazines in their, you know, in the NHL, Hockey News, and I think Athletic, and there was one other one. He's an outstanding player, and he's, 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 he showed ability to pull people out of their seats in the college hockey, and I think he put up over 56 points. So that that's exciting. You know, that the core that's coming back um, and, and, the, and the players that we're going to add and behind the scenes, the shape of our organization, um, we're, we're, it, it's a good time to be a Coyotes fan um, and it's, it's you know we're going to take a small step but next year again and be a little bit better and uh, it, it's, it's going to take some time and patience but we're slowly becoming uh, the team that's going to have a chance to make the playoffs and uh, you know, we've got some good young players coming into the mix. Bill you've been good to us all year we appreciate that we appreciate your time all season long uh, best of luck in the season finale tonight I'm sure we'll talk to you many times during the off season. we appreciate it as always thank you for coming on. 
Oh, thanks for having me. Much appreciated. You guys are awesome. Thanks, Bill. Bill Armstrong joining us, general manager of the Coyotes on the Arizona Sports Line here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader, the Coyotes in Vancouver tonight. Just a reminder, we're going to be qualifying another lucky fan for Suns playoff tickets sometime in the next hour. Be sure to be listening for your name when we come back. Speaking of the Suns playoffs, they've got a lot of keys to this series. What's the biggest? That's next here on Burns and Gambo.